Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Expectations have a lot to do with what we call love. And the other word is called unconditional love. Who has, let's say, expectations about a relationship or their job or anything? What I should be doing? Where should I be living? What should I look like? I should look like a movie star, right? What does a movie star look like? <laughs> Some, uh, but I couldn't afford their electric bill. <laughs> Some of them really don't look that good. Have you ever noticed? A lot of the movie stars really are not that attractive of people, but they're very entertaining. That's what makes their success. Not by looks always, is it? No. I've seen a few of them that I thought, boy, this guy, this person really just isn't cutting it. You know, they just don't have the looks of what we call a movie star. But in every play, I was talking to my daughter, and she was talking about what I say all the time, and she's playing, I call a choir director back to dad once in a while, how we get involved in our plays, and what role are we playing? Am I the victim, the villain, the hero, or the observer? And you could be playing all simultaneous roles in the same event, if that makes sense. Pick an event, maybe with a family member, and you get into a little disagreement, and pretty soon you drag other people into the picture, and pretty soon it gets kind of crazy. And then pretty soon you went from hero to villain or victim, and now what do I do? I want to get the hay out of it, so let me become the observer. Because you just don't want to deal with it anymore. Nobody's ever had that happen, have you? <laughs> oh yeah, I want to let you guys figure it out. I'm out of here, goodbye, have a good day, and you guys have to figure it out. So the observer, becomes like, excuse me, it ain't my problem. Which most of the time is really not your problem, unless you want to make it your problem. So is that the best role to play? No, it's the easiest one. Because the hero has to do something, you know that? You may get all the applause, but you have to take something called a stick your neck out there, or do something great, wonderful, save somebody. And that isn't always easy. Well, is that true? Sometimes we get into that spot, don't we, where we are sitting there and feeling like we got to do something. Well, if you have that feeling, then my saying, then that's because you're supposed to play another role in the play. It's encouraging. Have you ever been somewhere where something prompts you to, even like in a group, if it comes to you, say it. Have you ever been to a meeting where everybody gets off in a tangent and you, you want to speak up and give your two cents worth? I'm sure. Or somebody gets into a big discussion, maybe at a family gathering, and you say, I, I got to say what I got to say, and you have to say it. So back to that part, you then need to get involved in the play because something is driving you emotionally, because that's usually what prompts it, isn't it? Some strong emotion in you is telling you to move forward. Speak your peace. And if it is, then say it. Now, nobody may agree with you, <laughs> or you may create a whole bunch of <clears throat> discussion about you in your opinion, but then again... Well, that wouldn't be the first time that no, happened. It, <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. But there again, that's I think, is appropriate, because remember, 
Just because everybody's getting along doesn't make it right. Did you know that? Everybody ended up going into a group and everybody seems to be doing, oh yeah, yeah, that's the right thing to do. And then a week later they find out, well, I guess maybe that wasn't the best idea after all. I've seen it. So sometimes a little disagreement, even though I don't like disagreement, who does? Some people like it because that causes discussions. <laughs> they like discussions. Some call them arguments, I call them discussions. So whose opinion is right? Maybe everybody's opinion is right. Did you ever think about that? You say, how can everybody be right? Because it's your perspective. It's the place that you're sitting. Exactly. Yeah, just like looking at that table. Anita can't see it from where she's sitting at that. Well, she has to turn her head to see that table. Well, the rest of us can just kind of look over there and there's a table. You have to change your perspective to even see our perspective of the table, if you want to say it that way. And that's sometimes easy and sometimes it's not easy. But is it entertaining? <laughs> not always. <laughs> that's the interesting part about it. it. It can change and shift and be something completely different than what we thought. And that's what makes this thing called the journey in life interesting because it's somewhat unpredictable. We were talking about that as well. Is everything set in stone in your life that you're supposed to do something? We talked about that, no. There are some things, by the way, a lot more people are on those type of paths right now because this is helping the shift to occur. So whatever you did, let's say the last 10 years might be sociable, workable, whatever. And then all of a sudden the universe says, oh, remember, uh, excuse me, Jim, you signed up for this thing that um, in approximately 2016, we're going to have this big shift and we, we got a little assignment for you and you agreed to do it. And you, you remember that? Oh, I guess I, I did that, didn't I? Yeah. It's, this is the time to do it now. You didn't need to do that in 2012 because the world wasn't ready for you and you didn't bring anything that the world needed. Now it's different. It shifted. And we were talking about this, just think of how the world has shifted to a, let's say, an electronic world. I don't know if that's the right terminology. Yeah, you know, people are ordering stuff online. They don't even leave their houses practically. You know, like they don't go to a store. They go order everything online. And I'm thinking, well, of course, you can order food online, uh, you know, online or by the phone. They bring it right to your house. You don't even have to leave the house to get food. And that's kind of interesting, isn't that? And that includes groceries, you notice that too? They have groceries delivered to your home now. What can't be delivered anymore? Anything, I think, just about. Just about anything you want can be delivered to your home. Except doctors still expect you to go to their place, don't they? <laughs> I was at the dentist today. I asked him to come see me and he said, no, it's not gonna happen today, Jim. So we went to his place. So what is your assignment? Did you ever think about that? What am I supposed to be doing now? 2016. I'm, I knew I signed up for something because I'm here. And I'm aware and I'm awake. Now, if we can even throw ourselves into the... Let's go back to the Jesus story a little bit. And um, the Last Supper. Remember that? Everybody remember seeing the picture of us, all the disciples sitting at the table and they're having this piece of the Passover. They're getting ready for some big event. 
the crucifixion of Jesus, of course. We all know that sort of after the fact, okay? And yet they're celebrating, even though they didn't know really what they were doing. We're celebrating and getting ready for some big event. And we can't say exactly what that is just yet because we're still not fully aware. Other than, as I've been mentioning, this is a shift of consciousness to bring the feminine into her place. That is the big picture here. She's got to get in her place, back into balance. Some people may say, well, the king needs the queen to sit next to him on, on the throne. Well, that, that's a good analogy. You know, she has her place and she needs to get back in her place. She's been put aside for too long. Does anybody know the story of what actually created? Because when the universe was created, the feminine was in power. And somehow she relinquished that power to the men or the male figure. Does anybody know how that happened? Relinquished or wrestled away? <laughs> she abused her power. She, that's what happened. Did she? Yep, she abused her power. That's it in a nutshell. To study this, you know, I've asked even spirit people Remember, I listen to other people talk. I've heard lectures and, and read books. And, and then I ask my own guides, well, is this true? That's always, that's a good barometer. Check. Just because I'm saying it, you guys should be checking with your own self to make sure it fits for you. So, by abusing, meaning she, just like making you do things like against your will. The will, for instance, I can ask you to do something for me. And if you don't, then I might get, feel, well, no, you need to do that for me. All right, let's go to the Adam and Eve story. Eve ate the apple first. That brought her to a consciousness. Did she make Adam and Eve eat the apple? No. She offered it. She offered it to him. She wasn't abusing her power. Not at all. But she had the power over Adam immediately by eating an apple first. Do you realize that? She did. She became consciously aware. I'm, I'm picking the story. This is very symbolic, okay? This is... That's why the people don't understand the, the story of the, of the Bible. Men always try to keep women down? Absolutely. I mean, in, in some respects. It's crazy that, again, to think, was, were you there physically when the, when the transition of energy changed? We might have been. I'm not saying we weren't. When, when did women give up her power? Was it instantaneously or was it through a graduation of time? I felt it was through time. It wasn't an instant fix or takeaway. Just like... She's not coming back into power instantly. She's gradually doing it. Okay? If you can think back to, uh, nobody was born in 1919 yet, were they here? That's when women, I think about then, is when they finally got the power to vote. It's accepted today. Nobody has to double think about, does a woman get a chance to vote? If she wants to, she can vote. That's not a question. But back in 1916, now I think there was two states, they said, that allowed women to vote. Nevada was one of them, believe it or not. But women could vote in some states. They still had, the states had the power to deviate certain things like that. The majority of the United States would not let a woman vote. And women went to Washington, D.C. and basically protested. And they got thrown in jail and they were beat on and all kinds of shit. They was, it wasn't pretty, folks, because men didn't want to give up that power over women. But what happened, eventually they got it. They got the right to vote. And what also, let's go back to black people. They got a right to vote. There was times when they couldn't vote. And now they can. Imagine that. 
How did this all happen? Through protesting or having a turmoil of an explosion, a change of energy? It wasn't pretty, but it got changed. Where today it's totally okay to do these things, if you want to say it. It is. Nobody argues about it. They don't argue, but in the legal sense, they can't. They, can, they don't like it. I can say that's different to say I don't like it, but legally they have no say in it. There's no right to say you can't vote or because you're a woman or you're whatever, okay? In the beginning, women abused her power, men came along. If you start looking back at the early church where men thoroughly got control of it and it was okay to go out and rape, pillage, steal, do whatever you want to make the church richer, why isn't that abuse of power? That is abuse of power. It is abuse and of eventually power. it's coming back around. It only took a few thousand years. <laughs> It takes time, just like before, if you want to say, this transition of energy completely gets into place. I cannot give you a time frame. I don't think the universe can actually even give you a date when it's actually going to take place. Because we still have free will. Everybody has that free will. So the universe is offering you, it'd be like offering you a chance to, or look at some different thing. And you could say, okay, I'll change my way. Liz may say, nope, I'm not going to change, and so on down the line. Everybody can make that personal decision to cooperately change the energy or fight it and resist it. It's a personal choice. No one can make you because it's your free will to pick that road or that road or any road. Once we have seen the opportunity or the benefits of picking a particular choice, that's why I said the lights are on, and all the things that we need to see are on that table, hypothetically speaking. So all the choices are there, and then you go over there and pick out something that you feel comfortable with. And that could be, oh, I don't need to control myself or anyone else now. Or, well, I do need to control myself to a point where I'm not stepping on everybody or pushing everybody out of line to get to the front. But I don't need to control you. And that's one of the big changes. Because who does not like control? We all do to some point. We do. That's just a fact. That's human nature to like control. Once it's abused, that's just like any other abuse of power, it starts to work against you. And then you actually are hurting yourself more than, let's say, you're hurting anyone else out there. The power that you possess is to create. Just start with that real simple thing. I have power to create. I'm part of God. I'm part of God, if you want to say, the child of God. I'm entitled to what God is. Just like if you say, if your parents had money and they passed the money on to you, you have the power to use that money. It's no different. We all have the power that God has given to all of us. And that starts with free will. Personal power is to it's like empower yourself. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim. 
spreading light for your spiritual journey.